0: Bang, 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 bang. Ooh, bang, bang, bang.
1: You're tuning in with your girl K. Tear it up, yeah,
0: yeah, give it to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's my name? What's your name?
1: Your mother know what you out here doing. Sounds like the answer for you is doing it your style. Girl, you can't get no infection in your booty hole. His girlfriend loves anal sex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when that furry temptress seems like she's calling your name. Straight up, you're gonna get at least two dicks inside me. You. Put your hand on, you want, you want some more? Rub it on in there. Boner is good.
0: I want to talk about masturbation.
1: You're tuning in with your girl K on Masturbating. I whips pussy. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. What, 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 what? Hey, y'all. So today, I know that that I have a lot of listeners who are are already pregnant <laughs> or you're about to be pregnant from the information that you keep getting from me. <laughs> um so I decided to do a episode on sex while pregnant from a woman's perspective. So that way we c- you could be educated and if you're a male listening then now you know how your woman feel. And I plan to have a man on so he could give me his perspective from a male's perspective, too. If you're a dad or a husband, um, hit me up because I would like to interview you to get your side or your perspective on sex while do, while your woman's pregnant and how you feel. So I have Shay Pounds on with me today. And Shay is a young mompreneur who started her birth services with the goal to help moms through doula services. Since her start with birth work in 2015, her vision has grown and and so has the village. Shay hopes that her um, birth service will become a catalyst for change in the birth community and beyond. So who better to have, to give us their perspective of sex while pregnant. She's pregnant right now. She's a mom of one right now, and she's due any day now. So here we go. So today I'm joined by Shay. Welcome, Shay. How are you? Hi, I'm
0: great. Thank you for having me.
1: Tell the listeners more about you.
0: Um, My name is Shay. I am a student midwife, and I currently practice as a doula. I'm a mom to two and a half. We have one on the way. <laughs> and I live here in New Orleans with my family and my husband. That's oh. about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do today, Um, I guess by starting off by talking about sex positions during pregnancy, I get a lot of uh, questions about it. And of course, I have kids myself, but I'm not currently pregnant, so I kind of wanted to get it from someone's perception, as if someone who's actually pregnant now, because stuff changed. So that is very true. Considering when you're earlier in the pregnancy, sex positions are not as limited, but when you get further along in the positions, um, they seem to get limited. Give us your journey during your pregnancy.
0: Um. Well, in the beginning, you know, it's just like normal. Mm -hmm. normal being not pregnant so yeah I I totally agree with that but I think around for me and that's because I'm just naturally a small person maybe around five or six months Mm
1: -hmm. that's when
0: I started to see like more of a change like okay like you know don't lay that way or I have to like turn or I would have to remind my husband sometime like if he's on top like don't press down too hard you know yeah. because the the bump is starting to grow and now I am full blown 9 months pregnant I could literally go into labor at any moment here and I am still very sexually active but we have to be very creative like okay, you know, put this leg right here. Like, you know, you <laughs> gotta you gotta figure it out. And um, I think, like, having smaller kids makes it even more difficult. Like, we have um, a one-year-old still um, sleeps with us sometimes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that makes it even more difficult. So we have to be extra creative in how we can, you know, manufacture this you know you got to sneak the baby into the baby bed and then you know not squeak the bed you know so (laughs) it's um it's definitely a challenge but I think that also makes it more fun and adventurous too you know because it only happens for like a short amount of time but you gotta you know work with all of what you got you know and not be afraid to you know work with it and not and not see it as an inconvenience, the the belly that is.
1: Yeah. So one of my friends, uh, my friend girls, asked me a question that inspired this actual interview. Like I was like, okay, I keep getting questions now for it to be one of my friends who are actually pregnant. Um, let's go ahead and figure out how I'm gonna do this interview. One thing she mentioned is that she usually orgasms from the top, being on top. Now that her belly is bigger, getting on top isn't as comfortable. I'm the same way. I orgasm from on top. <laughs> I remember when later in my pregnancy, we had to have sex on our side or he had to hit it from the back. Something like what you just said, being creative. What alternative sex positions is your go-to or you recommend? Excite- it's basically, like you said, being creative, um, pitting leg or... If I, I think if
0: people are more comfortable being on top, mm-hmm. then I would I always suggest like clients to do it on the floor because oh. you can control more. You can hold on to the side of the bed or a door handle or the dresser. You know, like if he's sitting up, you could hold on to something and sit on top of him. So you have more control and he can, you know, lean back. And that way it creates more space for the belly, you know, and then doing it backwards to being on top. So if you're on top person, then that's that. But like me, I am not. And I think um, you have to be creative with that, too, because pregnant people, you know, all those hormones or whatever, they have, they start to get like special ticks. Mm-hmm. So during my first pregnancy, I feel like we just had normal regular sex. But during this pregnancy, nipple stimulation has been the key. Like, yeah. <laughs> if, if it's not a nipple involved, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we also have to be um, creative in the way that we explore different things because I've never been a titty girl. That's yeah. never been my thing, you know. But my husband's like all into it, so now I'm like, oh wait, this, this is something I actually do like. This yeah. is, you know, but it's very different for me, and it's only been while I've been pregnant. So I mm-hmm. think we should explore our bodies differently in in that way too, you know. Like what else? can i do besides this one position that will stimulate me to get me to the you know to the big o right
1: and Um, see you just mentioned about the nipples now (laughs) um for a lot of people like you said their husbands love it like mine's did. but i remember my nipple starting to leak (laughs) (laughs) so, so but what advice do you have for those that who who have the hormones that are saying, okay, now I need my nipples sucked, or you know, even if they do I need them sucked, and their nipples start leaking their husband or their significant other is like, oh, that's so gross, you're leaking, you know? You no. Know, um, <laughs> <laughs> me
0: personally, I'm like, don't spit that out. You need to. <laughs> it. yeah, it's, it's good. good it's suck. good okay? stuff. Um, and I feel like that's like my official position. Like, it's good for you. Just, you know, don't yeah. ruin the moment, just suck it up and drink it. But I do get why people would see that it's strange too. So maybe not necessarily sucking, maybe rubbing, twiddling. But it's
1: you know, a little link though.
0: <laughs> I, I, know. I know. But that would be my thing, or not sucking as hard. Okay. So if you're, um, if you're easily stimulated, then that's different. But if you're not, if you don't suck as hard and it's more gentle, then it it won't bring the colostrum out as quickly as it normally would. And then you know you gotta switch breasts. So, switch to the left side, you know, before you get the milk really going on the other side. So then, if you start to feel it flow on the left side, you switch back to the right. And Mm. I think that's how you would have to navigate that. But honestly, I'm like, boy, please, you better swallow that (laughs) colostrum. Yeah, because I'm
1: trying to think now. I'm like, okay, I remember when my husband used to suck my titties and... I would leak, but I honestly, I honestly remember. Sometimes I would wear my bra, but in, yeah. when it was time for me to, I knew that that nipple stimulation was something that would get me off and finalize everything and give me to my orgasm. So I would let him know when it was time, you know, at the end, because he w- he would know, kind of. He would pull it yeah. out, and, <laughs> and that's when, like you said, he would either suck on just one of them, and that would do it. But I think he, but I, you got a good point. I really want to say that. That was a good point. Whether switching from one <laughs> to the other, that, that was good advice. I never thought about that. Now I'm sitting up like, shit, why? I done had three kids. and I done, <laughs> I done missed all that nipple stimulation just because. <laughs> no, no, you got to get in there. Yeah. And I think
0: also one of those things where we just have to, don't it's not an inconvenience, but something that enhances the experience, you yeah. know, Yeah. because and people do see it as gross. But I mean, I don't know. And it may be because I'm a midwife and I don't see it that way. You know, I'm just so I'm just like, well, drink it, yeah. you know, <laughs> but it's um it's something that we shouldn't see as an inconvenience, more of an enhancer. You know, or you can even take, like, if it's coming out, take it and rub it back onto the breast. Mm-hmm. So that way you're not drinking it and you're still using what has come out. It's still functional in the way that the colostrum is good and you're still stimulating the nipple by rubbing the milk back onto the breast. Huh. Mm-hmm.
1: would you say that oral sex is the best for both partners doing later in in the pregnancy because i know like some would be like oh i don't know if i want like guys probably, like i don't know if i want to go down on you because you might go in labor um <laughs> <laughs> and then the woman might be like well i'm uncomfortable being on top so me just getting on the floor and sucking his dick might be better um so i could still at least satisfy him what do you what do you say
0: um, I think that's up to the people because it, it, I think it depends on what position for that as well, because that can be uncomfortable for me at times. Mm-hmm. I like to like when he's laying down, I like to be on top of him, mm-hmm. but that's now like my belly's in the way. So that's uncomfortable. So that's also one of those things you have to get like really creative to do. And like squatting as a pregnant person for too long, yeah. like, you know you know how your man do if he's taking a minute like I don't know here yeah my mom's pregnant trying to squat so I think oral sex becomes very challenging in that way okay um even more so than just you know vaginal penetration and I think for the man like to do it to the woman um that's very interesting too because I think a, a lot of oral sex is being able to see. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you can't see over the bump. Like the You're bump. right. So <laughs> it's <becomes like> a <laughs> weird thing and they look up mm-hmm. and they you know, and all of they and all they see is the baby and it's like, oh my <laughs> no, That might be
1: a turn off. I get you.
0: Yeah. Oh so yeah. Turn off. So I think that but that also comes with being creative. Maybe you need to start, you know, licking it from the back. Yeah. Um and then I I, I don't know. Oral sex becomes very, very weird. And the some of the families I've worked with that's always something I hear quite often is, you know, well, this has become weird. And what they're talking about is the oral sex because he's looking up and seeing his baby and she can't get down on her knees Mm -hmm. for five to seven minutes. Like, so if, and you can't squat, you can't get on top because the belly is in the way. So I think that's one of those things where, you, you know, we got to bite the bullet on this.
1: Yeah. You know? Um, and that makes sense. That makes sense because that could be a big turn off if he's yeah. down there and he's looking up and all he <laughs> sees the belly. Then don't let your belly move. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, it
0: and, you know, some people, when they have sex, it rocks a baby to sleep. Yeah. My first baby was like that. We could have sex wow. and she would be still the entire time. This baby be up. Like, oh, oh what's going on? What is this? You know, <laughs> <movement>? <laughs> okay, he be oh, all god. in the mix. Yeah. So, and and it has been times where my husband's like, oh my god, was it was that your belly? You know, because a foot would move across, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that, and that is a huge turnoff. So I can only imagine being down there. And then you look up, and a a foot moves, you know, across the belly, and I would be like, okay, yeah, I'm done. Like I don't want no parts of that. Right. So
1: it's
0: it's very that's a very interesting um, dynamic all Mm -hmm. around. What uh so.
1: When you're pregnant, we all know that you, in the beginning, like you said, you're always horny and you can get it in it no matter what time of day it is. You could just be in the kitchen and you're like, you know what, It's I need some, you know. And then later on, I know I can remember when um, later on, closer to my due date, um, I, I as, as I got bigger, I was more focused on it's time for get ready. You know, I guess they call it nesting. It's time to get the bags ready. We need to make sure we get the room together. I wasn't as horny, but my husband was still, you know. So um, how, what is it? What has it been like for you? According to
0: me, we've done the exact opposite. So I cannot do it enough. Okay. (laughs) There's not enough times in the day where I am not trying to sneak it in like mm. sometimes I'm like just touch it <laughs> <laughs> because, and, but my husband is like going to sleep it's like nine o'clock and he in the bed and I'm trying to wake him up like babe babe the baby's uh-huh. son- yeah you know? <laughs> I remember that <laughs> And, and it's like, I'm like, you, how are you the pregnant person? Yes, how are and, you tired?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, like,
0: he's falling asleep early, He's or he'll come put the baby down, and he'll never come back, and I'm like, he didn't feel asleep back there, or he's like, or he's tired, or I'm like, look, look, look. Mm-hmm. And he's a school teacher, so during the day he's gone. Yeah. So on the weekends, you know, he's home. So I'm always trying to like sneak it in. Yeah. Like <laughs> the baby down for a nap, like this our moment, you know, yeah. you need to seize the moment right here. Mm-hmm. I am um, raring to go. And I, I told him literally like two days ago. I'm like, look, most men would kill for this. Yeah. And you are going to sleep on me. What is the problem here? He, and he's like, I don't mean to. I, <laughs> I'm really not trying to. He's like, I am exhausted. How are you not tired? How do you want to have sex? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know, but I we so, look that's you, all We want to get it done. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm the energizer bunny, raring to go. All like boom. Yes. All the time. If he look at me, I'm like, yeah, hmm let's go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it has become that intense. And oddly enough, it's gotten I'm not gonna say worse because it's not a bad thing, but it has increased the more pregnant I've gotten. And most people kind of slow down <laughs> you know, toward the end. But I'm at the end and I'm like, Look, that one time last night before, you know, I, I can't like I'm in the <laughs> Or or we'll have sex and then two hours later I'm back up trying to wake him up again so we can do it again. Like, you know, wake up. Mm-hmm. So it definitely increased. I, I kinda hope to keep some of this too. Like yeah. I don't. <laughs>
1: I remember being. I remember I used to want it so bad I would cry because and he would be sent up. There, I can't go again. I can't go again. And i like, but I need it. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> but I need it. Has it, it been? Exactly any point? Yeah. <laughs> Has it been any point where he he wants it, but you haven't wanted it? I mean, with any other other pregnancies? No.
0: Okay. No. With with my first pregnancy, I feel like it was like our normal regular sex life it wasn't more intense nor did I see like a huge drop um more at the end it kind of waned off but we were still having sex very regularly but it it wasn't like this time this time it's like uh, yes six times a day like let's- <laughs> like if he breathed too hard I'm like oh you look um, good yeah you know? That. It went,
1: and it, your breath smells good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's perfect that, I, that was awesome so um one thing a lot of people don't um talk about is how the self-perception that usually gets in the way um because especially you know we get you gain weight or you might not gain weight, but your stomach gets big. So to you in your mind, you gain so much weight. Yes. <laughs> you don't feel sexy. You're not interested in sex. Do you feel that this happens? And how? how what advice do you have for someone to overcome it? Being-
0: um, I do think it happens very often because um, for myself personally, my first time, I didn't get any stretch marks yeah this time I got like four little tiny stretch marks. They really are very small, but to me, they have become this huge thing. you know when I'm not pregnant i'm ninety eight pounds so I'm a very small
1: person yeah
0: and so something that small has become um huge, and I keep telling my husband like, do you see these like is this <laughs> here like you know what can I do about this and i'm kind of worry you know and it's kind of worrying me a little bit but then I think that's where your partner comes in and he has to keep that flame going you know mm-hmm. he has to keep that spark on the sex end you know buy you some little pregnant lingerie did you did people know that they made that because I did not I they didn't make lingerie specifically pregnant it. Pregnant people wow. yes
1: I did not so know so it was
0: around your bump Yes, they make huh. the panties that got a little um, paneling in the front to help your belly. So maybe your man need to buy you some, um, you know, some pregnancy panties, <laughs> you know, that's not the granny panties, that's yeah. some lace yeah. and help you out. I think oh, wow. that's where the partner comes in to keep that spark going to help you see that it's not an inconvenience or it's not something that, you know, even though you gain weight, that weight gain look good on you, girl. You know, hopefully you keep five or 10 of them pounds when you drop that load, you know? So I think it's up for, it's up to the partner to um, fill in those gaps of, um, what is it? Unconfidence. That's not a word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The insecurities.
0: (laughs) In those gaps of insecurity and to help you out along the way like m- I've been showing my husband these stretch marks for about a month now and he ain't seen them yet okay so <laughs> up to him, they're all in my mind and they are not there but somehow when I'm getting kissed that's where I get kissed or if I'm getting rubbed on I get I get a little extra attention right there you know so and that's something I noticed and he's like babe that they, they aren't stretch marks That's that, you know, or, you know, he's saying something sweet about them, which has helped me out a lot in the, you know, confidence area, because that's just not something I'm used to. Like the weight gain is not something I'm used to. I'm up to probably about 130 pounds. Now for most people, that's nothing, you know, that's their normal size. But for me, I am huge. I'm a crater. And I have people like all the time, oh my God, you're so much bigger with this baby than you were with your first baby, you oh, know, man. and I I am, but you know, that ain't nothing nobody want to hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll have somebody tell me that. But then five minutes later, I got a smack on my ass, you know, and it's like, girl, that booty look good. It didn't look yeah. good that first time. So he kind of reshaped, you know the negativity that can come with the weight gain and the stretch marks and all of the other stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh. So in your opinion, does sex during pregnancy come down to just simple intimacy and closeness versus getting off?
0: I think it depends on who you're talking to. Now me, my first pregnancy, that's all I wanted was to just be close and intimate and let's cuddle, you know, and I feel like a lot of times I was having sex just to cuddle. Mm. But now, <laughs> nope. look, you need to hit that thing, okay? Yeah. Put your on the gas and don't let up, baby, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it's different for every person and I think it's different for every pregnancy because... These are feelings I've never, you know, felt before. And even though I still want to cuddle and all of that, like that's cute, but I'm really here for the oh. <laughs> <laughs> really right. Why am here? Like, if we don't cuddle, I'm not gonna feel bad. Yeah. But the, the first time, I definitely wanted to cuddle. I wanted to, you know, be up under him, and I did want to be more intimate. But this time, I'm like, look let's get that thing okay, okay so I think, I think it <laughs> and I think I think you need both to to create a healthy balance because don't nobody want to feel like a dirty whore well maybe people do want to feel like a dirty whore <laughs> you know oh, but for all intents and purposes I don't think people want to feel used and feel dirty yeah. you know with their partners so I think you know after you you know, put your foot on that pedal and knock that bottom out the thing, then you should cuddle with your partner or hold hands or whatever it is that y'all do. Um, I have become a hand holder, so that's kind of my thing. Mm. So I do feel like you need both of them. And, like, that oxytocin is good for your uterus, too. So cuddling after sex is actually beneficial towards your labor. So Mm. you should do
1: both, in theory. Yeah can you touch on the oxytocin that you just mentioned just for those that don't know what that is?
0: Um, Oxytocin is a, is the love hormone. You produce it um, when you're doing happy things. So, when you are running and you get that runner's high, it's oxytocin being released. When you are, um, when you haven't seen your mom in a while and you see your mom and you hug her and it's like, oh my God, and you start crying those happy tears, that's oxytocin. Hmm. During pregnancy, labor, and childbirth, we need oxytocin to bring our babies earthside. Um, dur- the first time you breastfeed your child is the highest level of oxytocin. That your body will ever produce hmm. um and it's also something we produce during sex and intimate moments and love so when you're holding hands so not just um what not just um partner relationships like non-platonic relationships too where you're just happy with the person but during Um, labor and childbirth, the oxytocin is what kind of keeps the mom and the baby connected. So when we start to produce that oxytocin and those happy feelings, it brings the baby down and the baby moves and everybody's happy. And even though you feel the contractions, you really don't feel the contractions because of all the oxytocin that's flowing through your body. It also helps you stay relaxed during, um, labor and childbirth and it, it helps bring the baby down. So sometimes you'll see where, um, you know, those cute little viral videos we have now of everybody giving birth on Facebook, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, like when you see the, the midwife or whoever telling the partner to like get in close to the mom or rub her back or hold her, mm-hmm. Will produce that oxytocin because if she feels loved and protected and cared for then her body will start to produce that hormone and that hormone will bring that baby on out yeah mm-hmm.
1: i hope that wasn't too long no that wasn't girl that was awesome Okay. <laughs> i could talk about
0: childbirth all day long okay I, I was trying to keep it brief okay
1: no that was good that was good and we needed that because we don't a lot of people don't know and that's what this podcast yeah. is for us to educate <laughs> us about. so thank you for elaborating well that actually concludes everything that, for today um i want to thank you for joining me how can the listeners find you or listen to your podcast or if they need it find out more about childbirth
0: um you can find me on i am on facebook at shea pounds c-h-a-e pounds with an s i am on um instagram you can follow my business page where i post post like all birth related things at um village m-a-w-i-y-a-h-s village um, you can follow um, my personal page where you see, well, I do per- post like some birthy stuff, but most of the time it's like me and my cute family and our cute kids like doing random things. Yeah. Um, and it's Smini, the Supreme, S-M-I-N-I, the Supreme. Um, com. you can always send me an email. I do respond to people. Well, I'm going on maternity leave soon, so you would have to reach out to me after March, (laughs) (laughs) but um, MoeasVillage.com. And I also have my own podcast where we um, actually specialize in home birth stories um, that are being told by black moms. So black moms who birth their babies at home and birth in love. That's our little tagline. And we are homecomingpodcast.com. And you can listen on all major platforms, Apple, um, Google Play, Stitcher, all of those places like that. And if you're interested in being on Homecoming Podcast, you can go to the website and send us an email or you could like message, um, message me on Facebook or something like that. And we'll be glad, glad, glad to have you. We have a lot of resources for people not just looking to have a home birth, but for people that into in general and they just need um, general direction, but we do focal. The focal point is um, women that birth their babies at home. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you again for joining me.
0: You are so welcome.
1: Well, there you have it. Remember, if you're not masturbating, then you're masturbating. Until next time, I'm out. Go to AdamandEve.com and for a limited time only, you will get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Go to AdamandEve.com and use code BATEN at checkout. That's BATEN. B-A-I-T-N, at adamandeve.com use code baiting at adamandeve.com so remember if you're not master baiting then you're master baiting until next time i'm out